Hi, I'm Anusha, your friend and host for Daily Bible Podcast. In this episode, we'll be looking at Acts chapter 10. Throughout this series, we have been going through the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke and John in the message version. And right now, we are in the book of Acts. So, in Acts, we've seen how the disciples met Jesus after he was alive from the dead. And Jesus gave them the great commission that they should preach the good news of his rising up from the dead to the people of the earth. The disciples receive the Holy Spirit and go on doing this work. They start telling people of Jesus, of the good news, that Jesus is God and Savior, that Israel had been waiting for the promised one. We see the beginning of the early church and we also see how they have been persecuted. Saul is one of the people persecuting the early church. We see how Jesus meets Saul and Saul is blinded and changes. We see how the Ethiopian eunuch receives Christ and we see how Tabitha is risen from the dead. So the word of God is spreading and spreading fast. Today we shall see how Peter has a vision that changes history. Let's go. Acts chapter 10 Peter's vision There was a man named Cornelius who lived in Caesarea, captain of the Italian guard stationed there. He was thoroughly a good man. He had led everyone in his house to live worshipfully before God, was always helping people in need and had the habit of prayer. One day about three o'clock in the afternoon, he had a vision. An angel of God, as real as his next door neighbor, came in and said, Cornelius, Cornelius stared hard, wondering if he was seeing things. Then he said, What do you want, sir? The angel said, Your prayers and neighborly acts have brought you to God's attention. Here's what you are to do. Send men to Joppa to get Simon, the one everyone calls Peter. He is staying with Simon the Tanner, whose house is down by the sea. As soon as the angel was gone, Cornelius called two servants and one particularly devout soldier from the guard. He went over with them in great detail over that had had just happened and then sent them off to Joppa. The next day, as the three travelers were approaching the town, Peter went on out the balcony to pray. It was about noon. Peter got hungry and started thinking about lunch. When lunch was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw the skies open up. Something that looked like a huge blanket, lowered by ropes at its four corners, settled on the ground. Every kind of animal and reptile and bird you could think of was on it. Then a voice came. Go to it, Peter. Kill and eat. Peter said, Oh, no, Lord. 
I've never so much so tasted food that was not thosa. The voice came a second time. If God says it's okay, it's okay. This happened three times and then the blanket was pulled back into the skies. As Peter, puzzled, sat there trying to find out what it all meant, the men sent by Cornelius showed up at Simon's front door. They called in, asking if there was a Simon also called Peter staying there. Peter, lost in thought, didn't hear them. So the spirit whispered to him, Three men are knocking at the door looking for you. Get down there and go with them. Don't ask any questions. I sent them to get you. Peter went down and said to them, I think I'm the man you're looking for. What's up? They said, Captain Cornelius, a good God-fearing man, well known for his fair play, asked any Jew in this part of the country, was commanded by a holy angel to get you and bring you to his house so that he could hear what you had to say. Peter invited them in and made them feel at home. God plays no favorites. The next morning he got up and went with them. Some of his friends from Joppa went along. A day later they entered Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them and had his relatives and close friends waiting with him. The minute Peter came through the door, Cornelius was up on his feet greeting him and then down on his face worshipping him. Peter pulled him up and said, None of that. I am a man, only a man, no different from you. Talking things over, they went on into the house where Cornelius introduced Peter to everyone who had come. Peter addressed them. You know, I'm sure that this is highly irregular. Jews just don't do this. Visit and relax with people of another race. But God has just shown me that no race is better than any other. So the minute I went, I was sent for, I came. No questions asked. But now I'd like to know why you sent for me. Cornelius said, Four days ago, at about this time, mid-afternoon, I was at home praying. Suddenly, there was a man right in front of me, flooding the room with light. He said, Cornelius, your daily prayers and neighborly acts have brought you to God's attention. I want you to send to Joppa to get Simon, the one they call Peter. He's staying with Simon the Tanner down by the sea. So I did it. I sent for you and you've been good enough to come. And now we are all here in God's presence, ready to listen to whatever the master put in your heart to tell us. Peter fairly exploded with his good news. It's God's own truth. Nothing could be plainer. God plays no favorites. It makes no difference who you are or where you're from. If you want God and are ready to do as he says, the door is open. The message he sent to the children of Israel that through Jesus Christ everything is being put together again. Well, he's doing it everywhere among everyone. You know the story of what happened in Judea. It began in Galilee after John preached a total life change. 
Then Jesus arrived from Nazareth, anointed by God, with the Holy Spirit, ready for action. He went through the country, helping people to and healing everyone who was beaten down by the devil. He was able to do all this because God was with him. And we saw it. We saw it all. Everything he did in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, where they killed him, hung him from a cross. But in three days God had him up, alive and out where he could be seen. Not everyone saw him. He wasn't put on public display. Witnesses had been carefully handpicked by God beforehand, us. We were the ones there to eat and drink with him after he came back from the dead. He commissioned us to announce this in public, to bear solemn witness that he is in fact the one whom God had destined as a judge of the living and dead. But we are not alone in this. Our witness that he is the means to forgiveness and of sins is backed up by the witness of all the prophets. No sooner were these words out of Peter's mouth than the Holy Spirit came upon the listeners. The believing Jews who had come with Peter couldn't believe it. Couldn't it couldn't believe that the gift of Holy Spirit was poured out on outsider non Jews. But there it was. They heard them speaking in tongues, heard them praising God. Then Peter said, Do I hear any objections to baptizing these friends with water? They have received the Holy Spirit, exactly as we did. Hearing no objections, he ordered that they be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked Peter to stay on for a few days. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. Jesus is alive and still working among us. Just like the vision that Peter saw and Cornelius saw, Jesus still appears to men today. It is real. And you could also have a vision and see Jesus if you so desire. Just like Cornelius caught God's attention by being good and doing things of God, you could also catch God's attention. All you need to do is be good and do good things, not expecting bad for anyone, but only good. That's who God is. God is good and His mercy endures forever. The Bible says the pure in heart shall see God. That's how Cornelius and Peter were able to see visions. God had a plan for Peter that Peter would share the gospel, the good news, to not only the Jews but to everyone else. That's how church started growing much more because people other than Jews, the Gentiles and others also started being added. Cornelius and his family had a prayer meeting where they invited Peter to preach to them and they all were saved. I also want to bring to your notice that they received the Holy Spirit just like Peter and the disciples received the Holy Spirit when we read Acts chapter 2. 
this was what happened in the upper room where Jesus promised to send them the spirit that would give them power we still receive the Holy Spirit today and the evidence of receiving the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues if you want to receive the Holy Spirit you might as well want to speak in tongues God will pour out his spirit to those who desire ask and you shall receive so just ask God and he will do it for you may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with you now and always surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life as you dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever Amen Stay tuned